What's up, everybody? Alex here, host of Jiu-Jitsu Radio, and this episode is a very last-minute episode. Uh, obviously, we're coming with a little bit less energy today because of the passing of Leandro Lowe, and we wanted to kind of get a little bit more serious on this one. Obviously, it's a sad situation for, for everybody, and I wanted to get someone that I know ha- had experience up close with Lowe, so I asked my good friend Gilbert Burns, who's been on the podcast many times, to come on here and, and talk and kind of give us his point of view of the situation, obviously being an uh, elite-level grappler. Um, Gilbert has competed against so many different people and obviously being, you know, one of the top five guys in the UFC in his division, um, he's gotten to train with people all over the world. So I thought that he would be the best person that I know that we could get on the podcast to kind of give us some more information on his point of view and his experience in working and uh, competing against uh, Leandro Lowe. So no frills. Um, big thank you to everybody for all the support. And I hope you enjoy this episode of the podcast, despite, you know, the, the reason being for it all. So without any further ado, Gilbert Burns. Ladies and gentlemen, he is back. Good friend of mine. We haven't spoken uh, on the podcast in a while. Obviously, this I wish it was under better circumstances, but I felt that it was appropriate to uh, to get uh, today's podcast out there as soon as possible after giving some time. But um, Gilbert Burns, how are you, sir? I'm good, brother. How you doing? I'm doing all right, man. Listen, a lot of stuff has been going on in jujitsu this last week. There's a lot of like stuff that happened. Obviously, we'll get into it, but the biggest thing that I wanted to bring you on today is to talk about what happened um, with Leandro this last weekend, Saturday night, Sunday morning. Um, just let's kind of go back um, and because there's going to be a lot that I, that I want to ask you and stuff. Um, but where were you when you find out about what happened about Leandro's passing? Uh, that was a, that was a bad day already, you know, so uh going back for last Saturday night, Vicente Luque, you know, a brother of mine, he lost his fight. And the first time he got knocked out, and then whenever he get knocked out, it's a little bit better than you see they send it to the hospital. So I knew he was in the hospital. It was very hard for me to 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 get to sleep. I didn't sleep at all. And then whenever I talked to him with uh, Daniel Ali, the guys I know he was good, then I kind of rest up a little bit, tried to sleep. That was already like maybe 4 a.m., 5 a.m., and about 8.30 a.m., I get a message, and I, I was so worried about Vicente because I thought it was something about Vicente, and when I saw it was Ari, my, the jiu-jitsu, my jiu-jitsu coach at Sanford, and then Ari, like, unbelievable, look at this shit, and then he sent me the link, and then I would just kind of half sleep, half, and then I, whenever I click, it was Leandro, and that was... Devastated. I was already on a bad mood, you know, and then whenever I got it, the, that news was devastating, you know, and then especially Leandro because he was never a close friend of mine. He was never too close, you know, but for sure I I, I saw a lot of things that the guy achieved, you know, being there. In the, but most, I think the thing that hurt the most is 
like all the fighters, all the competitors that I face it, I appreciate these guys bringing, to, bringing me to a different level of competitiveness because they are so good and I know they are so good that they make me work way harder, you know? And Leandro was a guy that I faced four times. And I remember each and every time that we fought was a very hard one then. I want to make sure I was 100% ready so I work super hard. And with that being said, he makes me a lot better as a competitor, as a fighter. And I have a tremendous respect to all these high-level guys that I face in jiu-jitsu, like JT Torres, Leandro Law, Lucas Lapre, Michael Lange, Kron Grace, all these guys. You know, I I, I have a, a lot of respect, a ton of respect, but appreciation too because I know because they, they compete Petition level make me be a better fighter. So, and whenever I saw the news, it was just heartbreaking. It was super sad, especially. Oh, come on, no one deserves that, right? No one deserves to get shot in the face. No one. Even the guy's a douchebag. He don't deserve that. But we feel even more because he's a freaking real nice guy. You know, like good yeah. energy. A, a great energy, you know, very nice guy, very humble, guys that he's, he bring, he's that kind of guy that have the grace, you know, the guy comes whenever they goes, everybody makes that, it makes the mood, you know, the guy that controls the mood, he's stepping, he's funny, he's laughing, he's enjoyable, so it's very hard when we lose a guy like that, you know. Yeah, it's funny, because I was having the conversation with, with some people the other day, and, you know, Obviously, like we've known each other for a good amount of years, and I've been fortunate enough to be around you in, in some of like the the hardest training like you ever done for for matches, whether it was for uh you know jujitsu or for MMA. And we always like, yeah, and like I always like ask questions and like ask you about so and so, but I like I've never heard you or really anyone say anything bad about Leandro. Like I never heard anything bad about the guy, you know. Like I know he liked the party. I always heard that he enjoyed like having a good beer, but like I've never heard him like be like a bad guy. No, not at all. I remember that that one episode that he got into a fight mm. because he was drinking, he was a little but was one episode that he got into a fight. And I heard a lot of things back and forth that that the first fight that they had, this guy was a little bit evolved. You know, that guy that shot him, he was a little bit evolved in the first episode. I don't wow. know if he was the guy, but I think he was one of the guys that break out the, the first fight and then went to the to the to the they went to the to the cop station and then the all on the police station they did all the things. This guy was there, the guy that shot him. Oh wow. on Sunday. But I don't I don't know a lot about it, but it's crazy because we really lost one of the good guys, you know. That that's I think what hurts the most. He's not a the guy is a legend in jiu-jitsu. Eight times black belt world champion is not for everybody, you know. And in multiple divisions, that's the that's the difference about Leandro. The mo like lightweight, middleweight, medium heavy, he fought a heavy, was second place, he won the open class. It's just, it's different numbers, you know, it's different yes. status. Beat Gordon Ryan, beat a lot of high-level guys, so. But that is not even that. It's, like, we're in freaking 2022, bro. Those things cannot happen. 
even if I have a beef with the guy, if something happened, if I'm a cop, if I own a, a gun or if not, you, you shouldn't never ever shoot someone in the in the head, you know, never like and it's, that that doesn't go to my mind how people are still right very evil nowadays, you know, with a with a lot of technology, with a lot of everything is open. If you like feeling depressed, just freaking Google depression. What should I do? Go to a to a psychologist, go to a professional. If you any type of feeling that you have in today, you have books, you have professionals, you have medicine, you have a lot. You shouldn't be evil enough to shoot a guy in the face. It doesn't matter what the guy did to you. There's a lot of angry, there's a lot of evil. And I'm sick of these, you know, we should be, I know we like, it's different, but we're not, I don't know, we, we need a little bit more love, a little bit more compassion, a little bit more, more of those things, you know, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but it's just it's a heartbreak, you know. It's a crazy, 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 crazy situation that makes me sick. You just think about it. It's so sad. I hope it's the last time, but we know it's not the last time. Yeah. It's not the first time, you know. But I, I, I'm my hope is, I don't know. I don't know what even to hope, but I hope people get a little bit more love and more compassion about each other, you know. But so. I mean, obviously, I think it, it's one of those things, like you said, Eric, if there was a pass between this guy and, and Leandro, like it'll come out at some point. But since it's obviously we're not going to get as much news as you might get just because, you know, all the, the news outlets in Brazil and stuff. Have you heard like any more information come out? I heard because in Brazil, they have a law. If if you made a crime and they know was the guy, because if you were that's a stupid rule that they, the law that they have in Brazil is stupid law. If you're a copy and if you have your gun with you, you can go anywhere with your gun. You know, even or if it's a private party, you can't if you're a copy. But they just get your badge. They got your number badge. So that was that's why it was super easy to identify the guy who did. But with that being said, if they got you in the scene, you go to the jail right away. But if that law is so stupid, if it's past 24 hours and you get caught, you don't go to jail, you know, you're going to get locked up, but not jail, jail, you know, mm. you're gonna, you get, so that freaking guy was so, he did everything on purpose. So he kind of wait until a certain time and then he, he you know, he put himself in. Yeah, put himself in. And so that's what I heard, you know, and then I heard, like he was the provider for his family. Mm. He was the guy that like took his mom out of the job. A lot of thinking his his sister and another person out of the job, and he was the one taking care. And uh, shit, now they gotta go back, you know, to work. And I don't know. And I just super sad, you know. That's the only thing that I know, you know. They they. I don't yeah. Mean, yeah. Well, it makes sense because like more and more information started coming out about the guy and then it came out the fact that he was a purple belt. So, I mean, it was pretty much whether he was in jujitsu or not. I mean, people are going to know that there's a, a famous jujitsu guy in the club, especially in Brazil. Like they're going to know he's there. So the fact that guy to me anyway, again, like we don't have the full information, but the guy knew exactly what he was doing coming up to low and like taking the bottle off the, like the table, like starting a fight. 100%. 100%. The guy know who he was. 
So do you think, like, and this is, it's a big fear, obviously, that everybody has with the whole situation. Do you think this is going to be one of those things where the, the famous, oh, it's Brazil line kind of comes into play and the corruption kind of saves this guy from going to jail? Or do you think that it's going to be too, too serious of a situation for him to get away with it? I think he's, get, he's getting too serious. He's getting everywhere. All the huge news in Brazil. In Brazil, they have a, a, a program. is like called Fantastic. That's how it calls. Fantastic is, is the big show. It's uh, end of night, like end of the day might be 7 p.m., 8 p.m. Whenever everybody's chilling already, everybody's stopping. They watch these. He's very famous to everyone watch the, that, that show in Brazil. And that was the big thing on that show with the whole, whole Leandro story telling what happened. So he got super big, his case in Brazil. And uh, the jiu-jitsu community is so big in Brazil. A lot of cops know jiu-jitsu, do jiu-jitsu, a lot of judges, a lot of politicians that I believe the guys, the, these guys are going to jail. Jersey will be served, I believe. Because it's a big deal, you know, it's a very big deal. I don't think, be, even though we get a lot of corruption, we got a lot of shit that unfortunately we have, I don't think in that case, this guy is not, there's no way he's not going to jail, you know, like that thing was, you know, those, those things that explode, that it's so big yeah. that yeah. they cannot let it go, you know, they won't let it go. It, it was a very big deal. So I, I hope and I think this guy's going to jail for sure. Yeah, I mean, let's hope so. I, I'm curious to see the more information. Like you said, I mean, this is the first I hear the fact that they that he had a pass and that guy was involved too. Because the research that I did did show that this guy was arrested at one point, I think for for assault on a cop, and then they just like they didn't want to press charges on him. So it's like something's gonna come up for sure. Um. So I was doing some more research, obviously, like I, I always like to go back and, and look at the matches and stuff for you. And you are actually under BJJ Heroes, you're listed as Leandro's first ever match, like professional like match in jiu-jitsu. In 2011, uh, I believe it was the World Pro Trials. Let me see. The yes. Oh, no, no. I, I, I had the first match that I had with him was in Sao Paulo. Mm-hmm. That one is on YouTube. It was a war. That was the first time that we ever fought. And he was very, very good. He was just coming up. I think he was a brown belt world champion. And then he just got his black belt. I was his first match. It was that tournament. And I beat him. And that, at that moment, I beat him. And he was like, man, that's his first tournament as a black belt. I beat the guy, but it was a very tough one. Like, that guy's going to be a problem. After that moment, he was fighting every other tournament. Me too. Not as much because I was already a, a big name on the black belt. I wasn't just chasing competition. I was kind of like picking the best ones. So he was beating everybody. And then we faced each other again on that trials in Brazil. I fought him on the semifinals. and was another war. And then uh, I lost to Michael Long on the finals. And uh, we went towards, we won a different side of bracket. He lost on the, on the quarterfinals for Michael Lang, if I'm not wrong. No, he, he, he lost to Kron Gracie, I, I think. Me, yeah, I could probably double check it. Let me see. Yeah, on the quarterfinals, he lost to Kron Gracie. 
And then if you beat Crown Gracie, I will be on the finals probably because my final was with Crown. And that was the – we were in the same bracket, but we didn't fought. And then yeah. I won the awards, and I went to MMA. And then after one year or two years here in Florida, I was kind of struggling a little bit. It was super hard. I decided to go back to jiu-jitsu. And then I, I was training at Pablo. That was when I started training Pablo Beach with uh, AJ Souza. And I competed the awards, no gi. Yeah. And I fought Leandro in the semifinals, and I beat him again in another war. And then... That was like the 2013 one. 13, 2013. Yeah. And then 2014 or 15, I think, it was, I believe it was 14. I'm not sure. Yeah. The guys from Cal Papadio, they hit me up. They want to do a match with him. And I really don't want to do it because I wasn't the same guy with the gi anymore. Yeah, I remember and, that one. Uh, yeah, and then I tried to ask for a bunch of money and they accept. But then they say, we're going to accept, but it got to be no time limit. And then I say, I don't care. And then... And then he beat me. And the good thing, like, after 20-something minutes, he sub he submit me. And then he said, i still going to celebrate the win, but it was not the same. You know, you're not the same guy. You're not that guy that beat me. So I respect you a lot. And then I like it because he was very, like, like, I beat you, but I know it wasn't your best. You know, that's, right. like, what he said. And then I kind of like, man, I like this guy even more now. <laughs> Like, because he knew he was real, you know, he yeah. was celebrating for sure. But he said, no, he wasn't that guy, you know, he was a little far fox on him and me right now. So, but I had good memories with the guy, you know, we always try to beat each other, but no hard feelings, no, nothing bad, you know, always trying to win. Let's go, like, let's go super hard. And then I think that's why I get a ton of respect. That's why all his opponents become his friends. Like, Bushesha was his opponent, became his friend. Pregisa, Pena was his friend, was his, you know, he fought against him, then became his friend. All of these guys, his best friends, they fought each other, then they become friends. So that's how cool the guy is. So that's not a, that's a, a thing that makes that loss even more hurtful. Yeah. Speaking of Pena, what do you think about what happened with the situation on Sunday with the match with Gordon and all the all the drama that's kind of kicked up about it now? Yeah, I think. Did you see the that uh, flow? I watched, put a... I, I watched the whole match. I watched the interviews. Yeah, they put anything more or no? Yeah, well, Flo posted a uh, a message today, actually, like about like one o'clock. Uh, talking about it because there's been like a lot of back and forth obviously with what Felipe said and then Gordon just kind of putting out his statement saying you know this is what really happened like they offered Pena a rematch like to reschedule the match but he decided no I want more money and a rematch but as far as from your point of view obviously everyone says it's it's easy for someone to say like oh if it was me I would have just done this or this that and the other but from your point of view like, do you think that Pena should have taken the match, like, and kept going, or should he just rescheduled it? If the guy is considering his brother, the way he was saying, like, I know they were super close. Like, come on, we cannot fight. Like, brother of mine, even if he's not a real blood brother, but if he's a very close friend of mine, pass away, I'm not fighting, you know. it's There's no way, you know. Yeah. 
There's no way uh, I, me. There's no way I, will, I don't care. I, we, we're going to reschedule. I need a little bit more week. I need to clean my head. I need to to kind of feel that loss with my family, you know, support everyone that I have to support, kind of carry on that hurt. And then whenever I feel better, we're going to go back training, go to a fight. But it's very hard to, to know, you know. Sometimes you feel like, no, I'm going to fight. I'm already here, you know, whatever. And then maybe when everything you think it gets hard, you know, I know anything, you got to dig deep a little bit, it's nothing to dig, you know, you, you're still feeling that loss, it's, it's unfortunately, you know, it's very hard, if it was me, I don't think I would fight, I would just try to, brother, I hope you guys understand I'm not fighting, you know, yeah. I, me, I need to be on that killing mode to go to a fight, I cannot go halfway for a fight, he's already... He's already a fight, right? Okay, match, but whatever. He's already going to be super hard. Two guys trying to win. If I do everything right and I'm 100%, it's going to be hard. Think about if I'm not 100%, if I'm not feeling good, then it's way more hard. So, but I don't know the, the real, you know, Flo Grappy says one thing, Philippe says the other thing. So we don't know. It's going to be very hard yeah. to judge off. Flo grappling is lying. Oh, Philippe is lying. We don't know. We're never gonna know. Yeah. But it's I understand there's a promotion too. If I put all that show, I got your 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 you know your like your plane tickets from Brazil, your your corners flight tickets from Brazil. I did a lot of promotion, put a lot of advertising, a lot of things, a lot of money, hotel, this and that, all the 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 you know, and then now you know on a five as a promotion. I'll try to. I'm gonna try to push you to fight yeah. as much as I can. But as a fighter, I don't want to fight, so it's very complicated. So it's very hard to judge. But I think the rematch you gotta. They gotta make a rematch. You know, for sure, Philippe lost a little bit of the motivation in the match. And on my point of view, he was doing good. He wasn't doing bad, but he was just. He just didn't have the some the the normal hungry that he had. And Gordon was on point two, good takedowns, you know, was on top, was getting the good pressure. But the fight, uh, I'm, the way I like the fights, I don't like that no time limit, you know. Yeah. He, he gets too much on, on, the, on the cardio, too much on, on, on that. It relates too much to that, you know. I, and it gets boring, you know, after, like, those guys can all wrestle him. You know, they will wrestle a hand and fight so bad, and then maybe one thing down here, and they just do a little thing when the guy gets sloppy. So I don't, me, I don't like that rule. As yeah. an entertainment, as a watch, to watch to be the guy like with my popcorn, my Coca Cola, whatever I have, my drinking watching is not exciting at all. You know, I'd rather 20, 30 minutes. Full blow, half free on you. Let's go. You gotta be offensive. Let's go. You know, a little bit more ADCC rules. I like way better than no time limits. You know. Yeah. No, I agree with you. I, I mean, I think there's there's definitely times and places for that no limit. Like, I mean, if it was like the super fight at ADCC, I would rather have it be a little bit more closer to an hour than just a 30 minute time limit but then you get super boring matches like last time which was Pena and Galvao where it's like man it's 25 minutes like let's just end it it's not gonna go anywhere they just they just have fighting you just yeah. trying to 
warm each other up and, and then and try to get one move and then you know yeah. so I don't me that's that's not my style no I cannot well, we gonna do just, yeah. I'm gonna try to take you down and then for sure we're gonna hand fight depends on the guy I'm not gonna pull guard I like more my game on top but I'm gonna be so aggressive so because of the MMA I think because of my style but I don't even want to do an hour match with the guy I yeah. don't I think I'm gonna try to kill you in maybe 15, 20 minutes. You know, after that, whatever it is, you know. But I'm, I, I, I don't know. I don't yeah. like. I'm not. Fan, I'm not a fan of that style. I still watch it. I watch the whole match, but got to a point that I gotta check on my phone because it was just like, wow, <laughs> not yeah. doing much. You know? And then whenever they do, whenever they were doing jujitsu, I say, okay, now I'm much oh, okay. Yeah, oh, he almost passed. Oh, he recovered easy. Oh well, okay, okay. Now they on the feet. Shit. Yeah, and back oh, to okay. Now, also, it was kind of like that the way I was watching. Yeah. So when everything happened, like just kind of going back, really, like when everything happened on Sunday, is there kind of like communication between? I mean, you're you're one of those people that is the elite level of jujitsu and grappling, and it's. There's, you know, it's like you, Bushesha and, and Kavaka and all these guys. Like, is, is it one of those things where all of a sudden you start seeing like group texts kind of start up and conversation or messages from guys you haven't heard from in a while just kind of pop up? Bushesha is my neighbor now. He lives very oh, close yeah. to me. I saw, I saw Bushesha a lot right now. We're getting a little way closer now. And uh, we're doing a seminar next week. Next, next, next week, you know, this week, mm. this Saturday. Uh, I have a seminar in Dallas to open up uh, Mick Maynard, Hansel Gracie School uh, in Dallas. So the seminar will be me, Bushesha, Rodolfo, and Hansel. So I was already talking to Bushesha. Oh, when you go, we got, I think you got the same fly. Blah, blah, blah. We're going to have fun. Yeah. And, and whenever that happened, I know I know how Bushesha is close with Lowe. You know, I know how close he is. Whenever I got the news, I'm like, shit. Yeah. I I wait for a little bit. I still, I try to sleep a little bit more, you know. And then I have people coming over to the house. After a little bit, I check on Bushesha. say, hey, brother, you know, my my feelings, you know, I know the guy was your friend. I just send you some love, a lot of respect. That sh We got to make sure the jersey will be served in Brazil. We, we can push a little bit. Yeah. Anything, you know, I just checking on him because I know Bushesha is super close. But yeah. All the other groups, they, everybody was. I have like a couple group chats. Everybody was sending all the things about him. A couple of different videos, a little bit of talk, a little bit of uh, his couple last messages before he go out. I I knew that he talked to Felipe Pena before, like on a Saturday, asking to Felipe to call him, and Felipe didn't. And then Felipe, no, I'll call you tomorrow, and then. Yeah, tomorrow never comes. Never came, you know. So it was yeah, it was I don't know, it was it was crazy. So yeah, with all the the jujitsu groups that I have, all the little he got crazy. Everybody was talking about. It. Yeah. So I I know you got to get going. Um, what's uh what's next for you as far as uh as like MMA or grappling? Are you gonna are you gonna try and make it out to ADCC? Yeah, I'm gonna need to watch. To be honest, I was talking to Mo to try to fight. They even invite me. They had a place where we start talking, 
but right now, what me being the top five, like top four now in the UFC, they don't allow me to fight. Not at all. I try. Mm. I called in. I I supposedly have a fight coming up with Jorge Masvidal. He's not a done deal yet. We're still talking about the dates. He's not confirmed yet, but that's the, the fight that they work, the UFC and my management are working on it. That's the fight. It's, it's almost a done deal, but we're struggling on the dates. And then I say, oh, in the meantime, let me freaking get better and do ADCC. You know, why not? Uh, and uh, I try, but they like they said no. They didn't let me fight. I try. I try <laughs> pretty hard. I really try. I say, but they say no. All those guys are juice head. They don't. <laughs> it's no Usada in there. They're not testing. You're gonna get hurt. Yeah. In there now, you we want to give you a big fight. No, we don't do it. Yeah. So please. Don't do it. And I, I kind of agree, you know, now that they had it, they give me a better contract. They want to give me a big fight. It's, it's going to be very hard for me to take a risk and yeah. get injury. So, but I'll be there. I'll be there. You know, I, I'm going to start helping Wagner out on his preparation. A couple guys that uh, maybe cyborg, a couple guys, but for sure, Wagner will be pushing Wagner a lot. And I'll be there, you know, be there to watch you. How come? I'm not going to lost that. I got to... Yeah. I cannot lose that. It's gonna be a crazy one. I'll have to. Yeah. I'll have to follow you then, because I'll be out there. So maybe I'll. Uh, we'll do a little behind the scenes at ADCC. Let's do a 100%. video. That'll be cool. That'll yeah. Be cool. Uh, I'm Oof. even gonna talk to more and get my tickets because. Oh, you better I'm get going, them quick. <laughs> when when is that? September. Seventeenth and eighteenth. Seventeenth and eighteenth. I'll be there for sure. For sure, yeah. I gotta. I'm yeah. even gonna put on my. On my schedule, I didn't have my schedule. No oh, man. Get it. Yeah. Oh. You're, you're cutting out a little bit. You're cutting out a little bit. There you go. Yeah, I lost you. Let's see. I'll give it a, a second, see if we can get you back. Oh. Hey, I can't hear you. Uh, there we go. Now I see you. Yeah, I got you. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, I can hear you all the time. I said I'm going to talk to more. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna get my tickets for sure because I'm going. I'm gonna put on my schedule and I'm going 100%. All right, let me know, man. I'll be flying out Thursday night so I can watch the everything on Friday. So just let me know. We'll, uh, I'll catch you over there. Oh, I lost you again. Nope. All right. I hope you're still cutting out. That's that Florida cell phone surface. Nope. I'll give it like another. I can't hear you. Hey, I I'm can't. Yeah, that's that. There you go. Nice of you. I'll let you go, dude. That way uh, you don't have to worry about it. Focus on your driving, dude. Thank you so much for taking the time, man. Uh, are you going to, if you're going to be training tomorrow, text me. I'll come and swing by. And I'll be there. Come by. All right, man. I'll catch you tomorrow then. I appreciate it. Go focus on your driving, man. I'll talk to you later. My brother. Thank you. All right. Love you, bud. Drive safe. Well, there you go. Big thank you to Gilbert for taking on the podcast. It's such a last minute. Obviously, you can see he just finished training. He was actually heading out to go do some other stuff. A uh, bit of an abrupt end, but we're getting ready to wrap up the podcast anyway. So big thank you to my brother, Gilbert Burns. Please go give him a follow. Um, serious uh, information in that podcast. And um, I have a feeling a lot more information is going to be coming out uh, about 
this individual who I don't even want to say his name, the guy that shot low, um, you know, like Gilbert said that they had a past, um, they had a past connection between low and this individual. So I have a good feeling that if, uh, if, um, we just wait a while and let the things play out that the information is going to come out. Hopefully knock on wood, this guy doesn't get away with it. Um, you know, you can you can call it whatever it is, but it's very well known the corruption in Brazil, especially in the police and the violence that people have to deal with on a daily basis over there. So we just hope um, that justice is going to be served properly in Brazil. Our our wishes go out to the family and friends of uh, Leandro Lowe. Um, obviously, there's the other conversation that we'll have um, later on. Uh, about the connection with Felipe Pena and stuff. Uh, we'll definitely be getting into that. But with that being said, a big thank you to all of our sponsors. We're not going to make a big frill uh, ending, but please go check out our sponsors, Chocoloha and Jiu-Jitsu Soap Code. The description uh, and the codes are down in the description below. And um, thank you very much. And uh, sad. And, you know, we lost a legend this week. But uh, hopefully we all remember him in the right way through the, through the art and through the techniques. So thank you very much. I'll catch you guys on the next one.